Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. I praise Yahweh who guides me. Even at night, my heart teaches me. I'm always aware of your presence. You are right by my side and nothing can shake me. My heart is happy and my tongue sings for joy. I feel completely safe with you because you won't abandon me to the grave. You won't let your loved ones see decay. You show me the path to life. Your presence fills me with joy. Beautiful things are always in your right hand. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Wow, 2020. We're not even halfway through the year and it seems like it's been one thing after another. Every time I'm pretty much convinced that things could not get worse, that nothing else could possibly go wrong, 2020 throws us another curveball. Anyone else feeling this way? Honestly, it's leaving us feeling exhausted and sad and frustrated. Definitely not what we had in mind. I mean, preaching a sermon to a camera in my empty dining room is not exactly how I imagined preaching my last sermon at Sandy Springs. This is not how I thought I would have to say goodbye to this church and these people who I have grown to love. I wish I could hug your necks and see your faces, but that's just not where we are right now. These past three years of ministry with you have taught me so much as a person and as a pastor. We've made memories that I will never forget. We've laughed together and cried together. We did not shy away from talking about the hard things. This church showed me what it looks like for a congregation to show up for each other, to really love one another through life's joys and sorrows. Sandy Springs has shaped my leadership and taught me the importance of affirming God's call on our lives. There are a lot of things that I would like to say and stories that I could share, but what I mostly want to say is thank you. Thank you for inviting me in and for your hospitality, for allowing me to be your pastor, and for the opportunity to join in with what God has going on in Sandy Springs. It can be easy to get frustrated when things do not go like we plan. Researchers of the brain and behavior say that humans have a negativity bias. Imagine that. We tend to pay more attention and more easily remember negative encounters and reactions and interactions. Those memories and sound bites play on repeat in our minds. And it makes sense evolutionarily. It keeps us safe to avoid what we perceive as harmful or a threat. 
But on the flip side, just as our negativity bias can become a coping mechanism to keep us safe, it can also make us feel miserable. Negativity, especially negative thought patterns, can be one of the things that really disrupts our relationship with God and our relationships with one another. 2020 has not been the most fun year. True. But at the same time, suffering is part of being human. And what makes suffering so soul-destroying is our forgetfulness that God is with us through it all. Psalm 16 reminds us to trust the Lord and to ignore those who say otherwise. It reminds us to trust God in the face of an uncertain future. From the beginning to end of Psalm 16, it testifies to a life that finds its ultimate rest in God's protective presence. It speaks against the notion that security and satisfaction come from material wealth or human accomplishments. It insists that God's presence has all that is good and all that is needed. Though it may seem like uncertainty is the only thing we know for certain, we can take refuge in God. We can trust in God and who God is and who God says we are, beloved. Now, I don't want to confuse this trust in God with a spirit of contentment. As United Methodists, our journey of faith woos us to forward into grace, a grace that calls us to action. And as Christians, we should not be content with the broken systems swirling around us, the systems that are filled with racism and sexism and injustice that are causing so much harm. God is with us during the uncertainty. God is with us in the times of doubt and fear. God is with us in the dark times and when the rain pours. God is with us as we stumble to try to figure things out. God is with us as we march in the streets and head to the polls to vote. God is with us as we engage in difficult conversations. John Wesley, the founder of the United Methodist Church, says the best of all, God is with us. And that is the hope we need to hold on to. I'm not going to lie and say that it's easy. It's not always easy. But there are some things that we can do to make it easier. Our sermon series is titled For the Beauty, Cultivating a Life of Contemplation and Compassion. That word cultivate means to prepare, to work, to develop or improve. It means that we're going to get our hands dirty. I was talking to a friend just the other day who said that meditation, contemplation, what Christians for years have called their quiet time, is a way to observe your thoughts. It is intentional time to pause, to reflect. You can't change your thoughts until you acknowledge them. And quite frank, our world moves so fast that you cannot do it any other way than intentionally. Father Richard Rohr said it this way. He said, contemplation is waiting patiently for the gaps to be filled in, and it does not insist on quick closure or easy answers. It never rushes to judgment, and in fact avoids making quick judgments because judgments have more to do with ego, personal control, than a loving search for the truth. The contemplative life helps us keep our negative negativity bias in check. 
It invites us to rest secure in the knowledge that we are beloved children of God. The psalmist reminds us that one of the practices that leads us towards goodness is the practice of worship. Even in the midst of real suffering, we praise God. We remember the one who holds us, stays with us, fills us with the fullness of joy. It is in the security of this place, in the arms of the beloved, that we find strength and hopefully the audacity to see and name what Wendy Farley describes as the things within ourselves and our society that impede our desire to love holy wisdom and her world. This week, it's my prayer that no matter what happens, we choose to trust God. And remember that the best of all, God is with us. May it be so. With each week's message, we find a way to integrate contemplative practices into our daily lives as a way of opening to the divine in deeper ways, thereby training our spirits for compassion in all things. This week's ritual action is a time of feeling warmed by God's love. Set a reminder to spend some time warmed by sitting or walking in the sun or sitting or lying while wrapped and cradled in a soft blanket. Also, as you do, allow your mind to slow, your heart to open, and your eyes to drink in your surroundings. You may want to put a note nearby that says, your very essence is to be warmed by the presence of divine love. Be reminded to offer that warmth to others. For the beauty of the earth. Try this contemplative practice this week and let us know how it goes. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ss umc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.